Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Amanda Man Games Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. So finally, after all this time, Bethesda, Microsoft, the whole deal is, is done. I know it was announced a while back, but it is, it is actually officially done. I think it was just done a couple of days ago. They had like a weird video call conference. It was, I don't know what it was exactly. It was almost like it was very business centric, I should say. But basically, they announced that all these Bethesda games will be coming on Game Pass uh, today on Friday. At the same time, they kind of hinted at a lot of these Bethesda games that, that will be coming out in the future being exclusive to platforms that have Game Pass. That's kind of their way of saying it's going to be on Xbox and PC. So my main topic for today is why Bethesda games need to be exclusive to Xbox platforms. And I know this is kind of going away from a lot of people in terms of what people want from Bethesda, from Microsoft. I myself, when it, when it comes to my allegiance to any platform, I like having all, but I am always more to, geared towards Sony just because I grew up with PlayStation. But like I can also see in terms of this acquisition and what it means to Microsoft and why they need to keep these games exclusive. Now, obviously, all the games that are already out, all the online type games like Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76 and whatever it might be, like those, yeah, like those obviously are going to continue going on on PlayStation and everything like that. I, I completely get that. But at this moment, Microsoft needs exclusives. They need to have something to compete with Nintendo, to compete with Sony. Every year, every year, it's the one thing that gets thrown in all these Xbox fans' face. It's always the same thing that, yeah, okay, but you have no exclusives. Yeah, you have like the, the best console or the most powerful console, but where's the exclusives? What's the point? What's the point if I'm just going to play FIFA that just looks a little bit better on your console versus if I play it on, on this other console and I get all these games like Horizon, God of War, this and that and all that. And I think that's what Microsoft needs to do is don't go, like it will always, of course make more sense in, in the long run to put your games on all platforms. That goes for Sony, that goes for Nintendo, that goes for everyone. But if these companies actually want to be able to reach that tier, that tier that we're seeing Nintendo in right now, selling I don't know how many consoles and still selling strong, still going strong and like literally announcing a HD remaster for full price, which is like the best seller on Amazon right now. I mean, that's how how much of a, how much power Nintendo has right now and how much like the fans love that platform because of those exclusive games. And I think if Microsoft wants to get to that point, they need to make Xbox a home of certain games. If the next Elder Scrolls comes out, they need to say that, yes, this is an Xbox slash PC exclusive. If they, Maybe they might try to work out a deal with Nintendo and Sony say, hey, we can put this on your platform, but you need to let us put Game Pass on it which we know that they won't agree to. But at the same time, it's like, at least the main thing is that we want people to invest in our system. First of all, it will, of course, bolster the Game Pass lineup. It already is. The amount of Bethesda games that are on there is already amazing. One thing I do want to make note of, like, I, I know I'm obviously kind of completely siding with Microsoft on this thing right now, but like one thing people need to remember when it comes to Bethesda, unfortunately, for a very long time since Fallout 4, Bethesda games have been so-so. 
Now I don't need mean, mean that for games like Evil Within, Evil Within Two, um, Prey, Dishonored. All those games are great. I've played. I've, as I mentioned them, I played all of them. I played Evil Within, Within One, uh, Within Two, uh, Dishonored, Dishonored Two, Dishonored, uh, The Death of the Outsider, which is like this huge expansion. Prey, like I love these games, and I'm hoping that they're gonna release an Evil Within Three in the future. But these games weren't like on the on the top ten NPD charts. You know, at the same time, these games weren't coming, unfortunately, in Game of the Year charts. You know, these games were really, really good, amazing, fun games, but they weren't pushing the needle. They weren't getting people to just go out and in droves and buy these games. And I think for those games, in my opinion, they should try to look at it and maybe put it on 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 PlayStation, maybe put it on other consoles or other or other systems, just because those games don't seem to have that same sort of a same sort of push behind them but going back to my point i know I, I keep going on tangents this is just how my brain works and especially if you have a mic in your room alone this is what happens but going back to my point so they've been releasing all these games for a while they haven't released a big game like fallout 4 like a fallout 5 or the, the new other scroll that we've been waiting for forever in a long time so the 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 name recognition of bethesda which is attached to these games has kind of waned down like we a lot of us like love Bethesda games who are especially ingrained in this in this gaming society. Um, but a lot of people don't really care too much about, you know, oh, when's the next Prey coming out? Oh, when's the next Dishonored coming out? Even though we love those games. It's because these games are just very, very niche. These games, even Wolfenstein, these games are just something that attracts a very specific kind of gamer that are interested in those kinds of games. But if you show it to anyone on the outside, and especially when it comes to mainstream gaming audience, they just won't really care for it. Whereas Elder Scrolls and Fallout does that. And I think until the new Elder Scrolls of Fallout comes, Bethesda will still be very dormant in terms of their power because Bethesda can really, really do a big, like great job when it comes to reaching out to the masses. They can literally get everyone to drop what they're doing and focus on a game trailer and then go out and pre-order that game. And I think that's kind of what a lot of us are waiting for. And I think that's what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Xbox is also waiting for. And I'm hoping they let them do their thing, take their time, don't let it be a new cyberpunk. And I think that is what will get a lot of people, especially in the mainstream side to say, wait, this is only on the Xbox. I'm not gonna build a $2,000 PC, but I can just buy an Xbox instead. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'll just get an Xbox. I don't even have to pay for the game. I have to get a Game Pass subscription. Yeah, of course I need, I, I'll definitely do that. And with all these games, I, I think it was the Wolfenstein uh, developers that are also working on the Indiana Jones game. I mean, this is such a great opportunity for them to basically have a number of exclusives coming out regularly on the platform. It's, it's, no, it's like nothing to, you know, I'm not making this up or anything like that. For a very long time, Xbox platforms have had exclusives but you know you can't call Call of the Sea this puzzle game that is okay. Like I I streamed that and I really liked it. But like, you can't call that as an exclusive that people are looking out for. You can't call the medium which I did not like uh, an exclusive that people are looking are looking out for. You can't call Crackdown Three. Oh my God, an exclusive that people need to purchase a console for, right? And that's the problem when you see it on the Nintendo side with Animal Crossing just just last year. Even with Super Mario Three D All Star, which is really frustrating that they did that. But even with that, you know, and with this year, we're already seeing Monster Hunter Rise on Nintendo. Maybe a new Zelda game. Again, like, we don't know, right? But, like, there's things that make you go, like, oh, my God, this this game is why I need to buy this console. On the Sony side, I mean, last year was already stellar with Last of Us Part Two 
game of the year winner for all the on all these places and Gosushima and on this year already from what we're seeing is Ratchet and Clank Returnal I don't know about that I have more thoughts about that but I'll talk about that some other time but Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden, no, is it Forbidden Westward Horizon 2 Dawn whatever the sequel to Horizon you know all these games like these are the when these games come out it makes anyone that's not a big Sony or that specific platform fan and say wow that looks amazing I need to check that out the amount of reach that God of War had is crazy the amount of people that don't know anything about gaming asking me about God of War I was like wow this is the first time I'm seeing something like God of War reach out to literally everyone and I think that's what Microsoft needs Microsoft does Microsoft needs to focus on having these amazing games look Halo has a lot going for it and i in my mind honestly i believe halo can be something halo infinite can be something really really big this year it just depends on how microsoft executes this i think the main focus for microsoft for a while has been live service we see that with obsidian when they started making this game called grounded or whatever where you, it's basically like honey i shrunk the kids but you know it's like a live service kind of a game they got Ninja Theory to make such an amazing game. I mean, they didn't make they made it before Hellblade, but then they worked with them to release a bleed a game called Bleeding Edge, this Overwatch kind of multiplayer game that I actually enjoyed, but I got bored after the first few hours or so. And I mean, as we can see, it's not really doing well at all. I think there's like maybe like one or two people playing that game. I think Microsoft just needs to take a step back and say, you know what? Look at what Nintendo's doing. Look at what Sony's doing. Let's just put out amazing games that make people buy our consoles to begin with. And then all these live service games will come to us. That's what Sony is banking on. Sony does not have live service games that do a good job or are making them lots of money. Sony just has good partnership deals with Call of Duty, with Fortnite. I actually don't know about Fortnite, but they just have partnership deals with all these big games. And at, at the same time, because everyone is buying a PlayStation for these games, they're playing these games on the PlayStation. I know that was kind of confusing. But that's what I want. I want Microsoft to just push their console with amazing experiences. Stop focusing on live service games. You are not going to be the next Fortnite. I don't know. Maybe you might be. But still, stop Stop trying to force this. If it comes on its own, perfect. If it doesn't, that's okay. Just give us a good story. Give us a good emotional experience. Something that really revolutionizes like that game or that genre. Gets nominated for all kinds of game of the year. Stuff like that. Like again, maybe Maybe that's just me. I, I honestly do feel like when your games get nominated for Game of the Year, and I know last year Doom Eternal got nominated for Game of the Year as well, but Doom Eternal at that point was just a Bethesda joint, right? That, I'm talking about games that come out at this after this point on from Microsoft that have been eternally developed with Microsoft in mind. And I'm, I'm hoping that Microsoft understands that, you know, when you have games that are popping up everywhere, IGN's Game of the Year, GameSpot's Game of the Year, Game of the Year Awards winner, if, if you see that again and again, everyone will start wondering. Even like the most randomest person that does not know anything about gaming, they will start wondering. They, they might ask like, hey, what, what what is this game? Why did it win so many Game of the Year awards? Why is there so much of a discourse around this? And I want Microsoft to say, the next Fable, take your time, make it just an amazing experience. The new Perfect Dark game, take your time, get some good writers on Like just please do not force feed or like, or like force, I don't know, what, what, do you, what would you call it? Just kind of forcefully put multiplayer in these games if it's a single player game, let it be a single player game. Like let us let us just enjoy this experience. It's it's okay for us to just pay a certain amount, enjoy it, and be done with it. But the amount of amount of respect, the amount of people that you will get joining your platform is is gonna be worth it in the long run. They do need to kind of incentivize console sales, in my opinion, because 
you know, there's only so many people that will subscribe to Game Pass. The, the idea of subscribing to a game subscription on top of buying a console is still very new. It's not something that a lot of people agree. And of course, like it is cheaper in a sense, but a lot of people, it's, I know personally a lot of people that don't even like putting their um, card information or anything like that on their consoles. And of course you can go out and buy your Game Pass subscription stuff like that, or like the Game Pass cards. But for them, it's just like, no, I just prefer buying a game and bringing it in and putting the disc in. At the same time, they need they need to give people an easy way in to the Game Pass, which is what they're trying to do. And in my opinion, that's through the console because I know they're trying to do this thing of like there's 5,000 billion, I don't know, whatever, like how many billion uh, PCs out there and we're just going to, Game Pass is available and everything. I'm like, yeah, I know that. It's obviously available. It's like saying that, yeah, I'm going to release a new uh, software on, my, on the PC and one billion people have access to it. It's like, okay, cool, you release the software on, your, on the PC, but how many people have actually downloaded it? Like the amount of people that have a gaming PC on my end that are still not subscribed to Game Pass, even though they're like ready to buy a game like No Man's Sky, for example. Uh, one of my friends, Frank, who has been on my streams, he wanted to buy No Man's Sky. And I said, don't buy the buy the game, just subscribe to Game Pass. It's, it's so cheap. And he's like, uh, no, like, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm just going to buy the game. I just want to own it, whatever. And the thing is that like so many people still have that mindset of that. No, no, I just want to own the game. I don't want to be one and done with it, even though that's what you do. Like a lot of games that I have on my Steam library, which I'll probably never touch after I finish them. That's what happens with a lot of people, but they're still not okay with just shifting to Game Pass. And which is why I think if you push the console, at least at people, they will have more of an incentive to get Game Pass. You get the console, you spend so much money on it. You don't want to spend another 70, 80, whatever dollars buying an, a, a game on top of it. Instead, you just pay $14, $50, whatever it is per month. And there you go. You got all these games, including all the Xbox exclusives, like right there, day and day. I think that's what needs to be pushed. And that's why like it's maybe it's just the, just the way I'm hearing it. At the moment, in terms of sales, PS5 is doing much better. Xbox is just kind of every time they don't do well in sales or at the moment when they're not doing too well, which is fine. They can be behind. That's what happened with PS3 and they can make the make it back. But they need to push the console. They need to actually try to push the console and say, you need to buy the console for this. Look at it. This is going to be on this console. It's going to be look amazing. So I do hope that like they start to do that a little bit. I, I'm disappointed that they don't take advantage of that because a lot of people like a lot of people don't have access to Game Pass because not everyone has a gaming PC. At the same time, not everyone wants to go on Edge Cloud, which I know is their new thing. I mean, I've I've been screaming this at the top of my lungs when it comes to Google Stadia and streaming and all that, like streaming games. And I still don't think this is the future yet. Maybe in like the next five, ten years or so, but for the next for for the foreseeable future for this generation, like not really. Maybe towards the end of the generation because it is still. Like, I'm not going to get into it, but the idea is that not everyone is bought into the streaming future, especially for games. So why not just make Game Pass available through your console, but push your console. Tell people why they need to buy your console. You know, don't try to just say, oh yeah, if you have it, yeah, don't worry, just buy this, buy the Xbox One, get the old school Xbox One if you want, the big break or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. Tell them that they need to buy a Series X, Series S, get them, get them invested in that generation. Get them invested in this generation so that you have this, all these groups of people that are just ready, ready for these games to come through and they'll keep buying your consoles. So, I mean, I actually don't know if Game Pass is, is very profitable. And it also kind of, uh, it kind of like got me thinking about a lot of people that will just subscribe to Game Pass uh, for a month, play the game that they want to play and then just unsubscribe and how that affects it, right? Because 
uh, Microsoft is, of course, depending on people subscribing to Game Pass, similar to Netflix, and just forgetting about it. Just leaving it there for I don't know how long and just forgetting about it. But that's not the case for everyone. A lot of people, after the you know the $1 for three-month deal that Microsoft has just been throwing everywhere, after that, they're like, okay, I'm not going to pay $10 per month. I've played all the games I want. At the same time, there's no games coming out on Xbox consoles, at least this year, until Halo Infinite, right? Like, Sony's already come out and talked about Ratchet and & Clank and Returnal. And then we'll, we'll find out about Horizon soon. Uh, Nintendo already has Monster Hunter Rise, which is arguably going to be one of the biggest games of the year. And that's only for Mo- uh, Monster Hunter. I, I'm, I think they, and of course Zelda. I, I can't believe I forgot about Zelda. But Skyward Sword, even though that's a remaster, as we know, when it comes to Nintendo, anything sells. But like on Microsoft's side, we don't even know when the Halo, Halo Infinite is going to come out. We don't even know what the date is. And I, that's what worries me is that like they keep telling people to sign up, sign up, sign up. Trust us, trust us, sign up. But then they don't show anything. And then it's like, okay, just tell us. Tell us like when these games are coming out. Are, is Halo Infinite the only game that's going to come out? It's going to be Halo Infinite and Psychonauts 2. Like, I'm sorry, but Psychonauts 2 is not going to push the needle. Like, no matter what people might think. You know, you need to say, okay, we have Halo Infinite. Okay, you know what? Starfield, I'm hoping they do this. Starfield, Xbox exclusive, coming out this fall. You know, now you need to get a Game Pass. Now you need to get an Xbox console. So like, it's like, I just want them to kind of put these big games, big games that say you can only experience these games here and here. Like, this is coming out in 2021. And I'm hoping they do that because the problem is that after a while, it does get too late. As we've seen with Nintendo Wii, as we saw with PS4, after a while, when there's so many games, there's so many games on that one platform and that platform has been selling like crazy, it's already too late. They're already too far gone. You, you know, Xbox released Halo 5, they released Sunset Overdrive, they released all these amazing games on Xbox One, but it did, nothing happened, right? Because it, they were all, it was already too far gone. And I hope that they realize this and Microsoft does this now, like this year. I'll be so happy. Like that, that's something I'm sure it's weird coming from someone who's such a big Sony fan. But for me, I just love the competition because the competition is what made Sony go away from this crazy mindset they had at the beginning of the PS3 generation when they're like, you know what, everyone, you, you love us so much. Here's $699 console that basically has no games at launch. Like, please, yeah, we know you're going to buy it. And then the people, they got put in their place. At the same time with Microsoft, it was the same thing. After the 360 generation, they were all uh, sky high. They were like, oh my God, look at us. We're amazing, everything like that. You know what, Xbox One, you can't share your games. You know what, it's going to be always online. And then we were like, people were like, wait, wait, what? Are you serious? And then look what happened. PS4 became the biggest selling console of that generation. So I'm hoping that Microsoft realizes this, you know, and is able to do something this year. Just make an announcement, man. Like just make a big announcement, please. I, I'm, I'm hoping that do, do something this month. Uh, and I'll probably like report on it. I'll talk about it when it does happen. But yeah, let me know what you think about all this. I know I was I went on like a mini rant. I like I like doing these mini rants. It's pretty fun for me because it's all these things that are kind of like built up in, inside me. I keep thinking about. So we'll move on to the games that I have been playing. Um, I, obviously I was playing Monster Hunter Iceborne. I'm pretty far in. I think I'm actually pretty close to the end. And I had a few people help me out, which was great. Like thank you everyone. And like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm okay on it. I'm, I'm liking it, but sometimes it's like frustrating. Sometimes it's not as fun as I hoped it would be. And sometimes I'm just not, you know, getting the the juices, getting the I don't know, I don't, I don't even know why I said juices, getting the thing, you know, getting why it's a big thing. So I'm hoping that it does pick up, or I'm just gonna wait till Monster Hunter Rise. It's so close, you know. Um, the other game I've been playing is Super Mario Sunshine, because I, this is a Super Mario game that I never played. I never, I never finished sixty four. And I never played Sunshine, and I played, I think, most of the other ones. But Super Mario Sunshine, 
I know this is a game that a lot of people don't like, or it's like kind of like the black sheep when it comes to Super Mario games or Super Mario 3D games. And I can kind of see why. The controls feel a bit clunky. Like it's not as responsive as any other Super Mario game, which is surprising. So I don't know if this was like pushed out really quickly or, or what. Um, it, it has like a weird like graphical look to it that weirdly doesn't age well and it doesn't look, I'm playing it on the Nintendo Switch. So I don't know if it's also like, because that maybe it looked better on the CRT TV or whatever, like way, way back or, or whatever. But it's something about it that it just, I don't know, it just doesn't feel as as good as I thought it would uh, being a Super Mario game. So I'm, I'm still playing through it. I'm still like, you know, overall enjoying it because it's a game that I like to de-stress with. Uh, anytime I feel stressed out, anything I'm, I'm, anytime I'm like thinking too much about stuff, I'm like, you know what, let's just put on some Super Mario Sunshine and like just collect some shines, just collect some stars, you know, relax and stuff like that, you know. Uh, obviously, I would relax a bit more if the controls weren't so bad. But like, you know, like it was it was something that I got used to and said, okay, you know what, fine. Like I, I still kind of go through it in and out. Uh, I, I will definitely finish the game. I do want to go through the whole game because uh, I think it's like a personal thing of mine. I want to finish a bunch of Super Mario games and I also want to do Galaxy again because that, that's my favorite uh, Super Mario game of all time. So since I finished Legend of Zelda Ocarina, Ocarina, time, Ocarina of Time, yeah. Ocarina of Time, uh, uh, a couple of weeks back or weeks a week ago, um, I immediately moved on to Majora's Mask. So for Ocarina of Time, um, I think the main thing is that I played the N Nintendo sixty four version of it, and being if you're a gamer that has been playing like the new generation of games or just modern games, it, it's tough. It's tough to play that game. Uh, like I was, I kept playing it. Uh, me and Sapself, both of us just loved that game that we couldn't stop playing it overall because of the story, because we wanted to know what happens next, because of the puzzles. But it was the controls that kept pushing me. It was the controls that got me so frustrated to a point where I'm like, okay, I just need a break from this game. And then maybe a few hours we like came back. You know, after a few hours later, I just took took a chill pill and then came back. And I think that obviously you can't do much about that. It's a game, it, it, like I can't even fault that game for it. It was like, it, I'm, I'm playing the Nintendo 64 version. And there is a remastered or remade version that's on the 3DS, which I hope that they port to the Switch. I don't know if they will, but you know, like I, it's, I'm still going through it because I do want to, that's like one of my goals for this year is to finish every single Legend of Zelda game, at least 3D game, uh, all of them this year. So I am enjoying that and I moved on to Majora's Mask now. So playing that, uh, having a good time. Majora's Mask is definitely a lot better from what I've seen so far. And I like the overall concept of Majora's Mask. It's more of like this Groundhog Day situation where you have to do a bunch of stuff in like one day and you can keep reversing the cycle so you can keep doing new things and discovering new things. So I'm like, okay, wow, this is like a very new, interesting take on uh, the Legend of Zelda. And I'm, I'm kind of like all for it, you know, like after that annoyances of fighting the bosses and everything like that, that I got in, in Ocarina of Time, I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is this is pretty nice. I'm, I'm okay with this. And the last game that I actually started streaming recently uh, which I don't know if I'll keep streaming it, uh, is Kingdom Hearts. So this is a game that I've, it's like a, my, on my wall of shame when it comes to games that I haven't played. And like, I started this game because, you know, I love Disney stuff. I have, I've have, I have all the Kingdom Hearts games. And I was like, you know what? I need to start some, somewhere, right? And the HD remaster is actually pretty good. It actually looks really nice. Uh, it like plays really smoothly. But again, I'm playing the Kingdom Hearts, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 1, which again, when it comes to controls, and everything is didn't age as well. There were certain boss fights that were a little annoying, a little frustrating because you know again like it's, it it feels like they want you to dodge stuff, but you just can't dodge it really. Like you can roll because you unlock this thing. You literally unlock an ability called roll, but it doesn't 
even though you roll out of it, you still get hit. Like it's it's like this, you know, this it's just weird. Like it, I, it was it's supposed to be like a very simplistic JRPG. I think that's what they were going for. They wanted this to be a JRPG for like everyone, but like sometimes when it comes down to it, it just becomes more annoying, and you just have to like it's just me kind of find the same boss again and again, and then by chance that that boss decides to like do something else, and I'm able to get that boss down really quickly. Like it, I don't know, it's hard to describe if you've if you've played it. I'm hoping that like Kingdom Hearts two or like the other future the future games are a bit better or like play a bit better. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but like I am I am going through it. I'm enjoying it. I do like kind of seeing these Disney worlds. I think that's one of the main reasons I'm playing it, and because I just want to go through and explore these Disney worlds and have a great time and enjoy it and stuff like that. You know, so like I I am I do want to see it through, and I know that this, it's like the same thing in Legend of Zelda the the fan base for Kingdom Hearts is so huge and the people are just so in love with that story and the people and everything. So because of that, I'm like, yo, I, I want to be part of that. I want to share that experience, you know? So I'm also kind of trying to like slowly, slowly make my way through and start playing that. Uh, I think I will be, I'm going to start streaming Valorant and Rainbow Six Siege uh, a bit more in the following week. I do want to kind of get back into the multiplayer space. Uh, just in terms of the single player game that I've been playing on, on, on my streams and everything like that, I feel like I want to change it up I want to play. I want to play a couple of these multiplayer games. I was also um, added to a beta access for this new multiplayer game that's coming out, which is like basically you're like riding dragons and you're you know shooting at each other and like fighting each other or whatever. It's like a multiplayer online multiplayer game, and it's not out yet, but the beta is out. So I'm gonna stream that as well. So definitely check that out. But like at the moment, I feel like the main thing that I'm trying to do on a daily basis or at least on a weekly basis is get to Legend of Zelda games make my way through all the way to um, Skyward Sword. And then, of course, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to do Super Mario. I feel like I'm on a weird Nintendo craze. I'm on like a weird Nintendo thing right now. Ever since I got my Wii U, I, I just keep, you know, trying to, I, I just want to just play through all these amazing Nintendo games. I don't know why. Maybe it's just like, maybe I'm just find, finding things to play on my Wii U. I think that's probably what it is. But like, it just made me realize that Nintendo games are are such a blank spot in my gaming library in, in terms of my just in terms of my history when it comes to gaming like i haven't played metroid games i haven't played the metroid prime games uh you know i haven't played the zelda games as i'm doing right now i haven't played all the mario games as i'm doing with sunshine like even pikmin like i realized that nintendo was like that blank spot and, and that i haven't played and i'm like okay you know what now that i have a wii u i don't have any excuse you know i should i need to start playing all right i don't need to but like i do want to like it's just a, 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 they, these games are so special and Nintendo does such a great job that I'm like you know what okay like fine like I'll give it a shot like it should this should be fun enough this should be great enough that I want to have a great time so thank you so much everyone for joining I hope everyone enjoyed this episode uh, please let me know what your thoughts are about the Bethesda uh, acquisition by Microsoft what they should do what you think they should do email me at amandamangames at gmail.com you can also message me on instagram at amandamangames uh, or also on twitter all these links will be in the description so don't worry it'll be all there i know it's a it's a, it's a mouthful uh, i will be changing it in the future to make it a little bit easier for everyone to kind of message me but still thank you so much everyone and i will see you next time bye